Hey guys, and welcome back to the episode of Sweet and Low. My name is Brittany. Thank you so much for listening. I am so happy you guys are listening to this podcast. Um, if you want to contact me, contact me. You want to tweet me? My Twitter name is at Sweet and Low Pod. Um, and my Tumblr name is at Sweet and Low Podcast. And you guys could message me whenever you guys want to um have something for me to talk about and i'll talk about it uh so today i'll be talking about sci-fi um sci-fi film sci-fi tv shows um that i like um that i am so just um (laughs) that's my thought that i am just my all-time favorite basically um so um i'll be talking about three facts about each one and i hope you guys enjoy so yeah so the first one is my all-time favorite film one of my all-time favorite sci-fi films is the fifth element the fifth element has Bruce Willis, Gary Oldman, and Malina. Malina. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I say it's Malina or Malina. Um, some, I forgot. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce her last name. But, and then Chris Tucker. So, the three facts about this film is that Malina um babysat for bruce willis and demi moore when they was married um she babysit in between films i mean in between takes you know not between takes but between filming um the film um so they so she'll babysit she was she was the youngest cast member of the the film um so she didn't really hang out with the other cast members, so she babysat for them. And while Bruce and Demean would like probably go out dates and stuff like that. So yeah, and the next, um, the next fact is very interesting that Prince was considered one is was considered and was in consideration of the role Ruby Rod, which is Chris Tucker's role. So that was very interesting. I think that I could see um, him play that. So, yeah, I, I could see that, but I don't think he would do it, but I could see him play that. And another one that Jean Paul Geller, I don't know if I'm saying that right, he's a French designer. Um, he designed the costumes for the film. Um, and I love the costumes and I love the special effects of the film, especially, um, the way they did that diva. I think her name was diva. This blue opera singer, um, alien. I wonder how they did like the, her hair, her hair was very i don't know what they used styrofoam i don't know what they did to her hair but it was very um 
very neat how the way they do special effects in films especially sci-fi films that's why i'm very interested in sci-fi so anyways <laughs> i start rambling so anyways i have to move on so the next tv show sci-fi tv show which is the tv show tv show um is the twilight zone the twilight zone is one of my favorite favorite sci-fi um tv shows uh it was it wasn't created by rob sterling but um it was narrated by rob sterling he is he was i couldn't imagine like having an, anyone else that day i mean back in that day i don't know back in that, that era when the twilight zone was um first made i couldn't imagine anyone else being a narrator because he fit so well he has this like mysterious kind of like vibe and he just fits so well so i could imagine that anyone else being uh narrated but him but anyway so three facts about him <laughs> three facts about twice on was ralph sterling wrote 94 out of 156 episodes so that's very interesting um and another um fact was the episode big tall wish was the first all-black cast in the twilight zone that's very interesting and i think that's the only black like episode that i've seen a black person i see a black person in the twilight zone so yeah that's very that's that's good back especially back in like the the 50s and stuff they're all prejudiced they're still prejudiced now but they were they're prejudiced then too um but anyways um fact three ralph sterling was not the original narrator he, he wasn't um the original narrator that was considered um actually westbrook van i don't know who that is he was hired for the plot of um the twilight zone which i couldn't imagine like i said i could imagine anyone else perfect for to be the narrator for twilight zone i think he's i think he's um perfect fit so yeah i love the twilight zone that's my favorite 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 sci-fi film i'm sorry sci-fi tv show ever and i just couldn't imagine anyone else um being a narrator but yeah so anyways let's move on um the next one is another tv show and that is star trek next generation um star trek next generation it was me it's me and my mom's favorite um tv show that she got me not hooked on but she got me interested in um the star trek next generation but we watched i mean i watched the first star trek but i really um watched more of the next generation one um so yeah so here's some three facts about this show um the first fact is that george rr martin almost wrote for um the show 
so if you guys don't know who George R.R. R. Martin is, he wrote for the Game of Thrones. So yeah, so that's very interesting. Um, so I thought I don't know. I thought he wrote for he did was it the Rings? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that, but I don't know why. But I don't know. So, <laughs> it was weird, but I don't. I just, just thought that he was. Um, he just has something to do with Lord of the Rings too. But anyways, that's what I thought. So the second one is Deanna. She's one of the characters. Um, they actually wanted her to have four boobs, which was very weird um, because. I don't know what I mean because she was half human half alien but uh I just really didn't um I don't think that would be a good fit for her to have four boobs I don't know where how would they do that like the one <laughs> I'm analyzing this <laughs> but it would just be so weird I, I don't know but uh so yeah that facts when I found it out I was like what the hell I don't know it's I don't know it's just I mean I know it's not weird because it's you know it's sci-fi or whatever but to me I just didn't think that it would fit in my perception I don't know it's just me so okay the next fact is that uh, the character jo- Jody J- Georgie Jordy Jordy um, he Jordy he was played by the reading rainbow guy if you guys remember reading Ra- reading rainbow that's what he was uh, that's who played Jordy. Jordy, <laughs> can't even, can't say it. Jordy, Jordy. Well, anyways, yeah. Um, he's played by the Red Rainbow guy. I don't know his name, but um, I used to watch Red Rainbow all the time as a little girl on PPS when PPP on PBS when I was um a little girl over my grandma's house i used to always watch reading rainbow and um yeah i know reading rainbow was like i don't know when it came out i think it came out before i was born but uh i think it came out before i was born i don't know um i'm not researching that but but yeah i used to love reading rainbow i used to love all the shows i used to educate kids actually educate them and not just because these shows these days are not i feel like that education needs educating these kids some some of these shows i don't know i I, of course i don't watch you know kids shows because i don't have kids but um i just Feel like there's nothing like the old TV shows, especially when you was growing up. It's something like that. Um, it's something like the old TV shows. Like you, you could just remember, you know, actually learning something. So, anyways, it's quick me rambling. Um, so it says that his costume 
that he wore as his character caused some constant pain which is very weird because um i don't know i i don't know if this fact is true or not i don't know um because if you're in constant pain while in a costume you have to wear every single day almost every single day um i i would literally say something they have to alter it they have to do something to it because you don't want to have your your um actors uncomfortable i don't know um but if i was him i would have complained 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 because i'm being constant pain as while i'm working so yeah that fact was interesting not in a good way but it was very interesting so let's move on um so the next is a movie called God. The next is my favorite, one of my favorite films. Um, besides The Fifth Element, Between the Fifth Element, and this movie is This Movie Will Win, hands down. Um, it is Back to the Future. Back to the Future is one of my favorite. I love um, just one well i um really three i really wasn't so crazy about because it was like kind of like an western kind of scenery and i'm not too big on western films um but my grandpa was but um i'm i'm not um so yeah uh i love one and two um this is my all-time favorite film and yeah i just really really love back to the future one of my favorites so anyways so let's get to the facts so the first fact is that the script was rejected 40 times by major like uh studios so it's good that they kept on trying because they end up creating a classic the second fact is that the character Doc was originally supposed to have a chimpanzee instead of a dog. Uh, which is, I don't know. I think that will cause more problems because, you know, chimpanzees, they're even though they're mammals, they're still wildlife animals. Even though they're trained, they could still, you know, latch, you know, you know, lash out in a way like you know dogs can too but chimpanzees yeah because they're more wildlife animals instead of being as pets um because there's some you know extent you have to get rid of them because they end up uh i mean just retaliating and just you know probably end up trying to hurting you so i think that um that was a good idea to switch to dog so, um, the next fact is that Princess Diana attended the London premiere. So that was that was very interesting. Um, Princess Diana, I think that she was such a good soul. She's so pretty, she's so beautiful. Um, and I just 
I just think that she had a very good heart. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> just yeah. Uh, I'm gonna subtract. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on to the next. Uh, oh, the next film is Harry Potter. Harry Potter is if you're new to Millennium new millennium kid like me um you remember you know hopefully i'm pretty sure majority of new millennium kids are obsessed with harry potter um because i mean harry potter it was one of you know it's a classic it's a classic in our generation growing up because i remember you know going into movie theater at six years old and my mom my mom took me to see the first film and ever since um i was hooked i mean we was hooked <laughs> we every film every harry potter film that would come out we would go and see so yeah i remember that and i will tell my kids about that and because of this show, this movie will be long lasting when I have kids. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, so three facts about this film is that J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter share the same birthday, which is, I think, July 31st. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, and Dumbledore, in the next fact, is Dumbledore was gay. And that was actually shared on, um, I think the, it was only two Fantastic Beasts. I think it was only two Fantastic Beasts. But it was, I think the second one, they revealed that he was gay, had a relationship with the, with this one man, this one sorcerer. I mean, this one, um, warlock. Um, so, Yeah. And it also, it was in the books. Was it in the books or they just read it? I don't know if it actually was in the books or did they write that in? I'm not sure. I'm about to look that up sometime. But yeah, so uh, the next one is that J.K. Rowling is the first person to become a billionaire in U.S. A. I really don't think that she's the first person, <laughs> first person, first person to become a billionaire in the USA, in US, the United States. Um, she's the name meant by probably the first British author to become um, a billionaire in the United States because she's not the first person to become a billionaire in the United States. Uh, but. Um, I'm rephrasing that because I was reading an article. But yeah, I don't think that's accurate. But yeah, J.K. Rowling, she, I've seen her story. Uh, I think it was a story on her, a lifetime story on her. And she um, wanted to become a writer ever since she was little. She went to college for writing um for and i think she i'm trying to remember i think she uh had gotten a 
a job as a journalist at a news <laughs> at a newspaper um cause she quit writing something about I forgot I forgot I really forgot um how the way it went and I think Ron was inspired by one of her friends um but she had of her friends was a redhead and I think it was a boy and she I think I think it was inspired by one of her friends I'm not sure but um I'm going off the grid but uh yeah so she went to work for a journaling company me and journalist <laughs> a newspaper um and um I think she met her husband and he started I think he, he was abusive he, but he started getting abusive after she had her baby I think yeah and um so one night she left she escaped uh grabbed her and her baby and escaped and you know cause she was living in Spain cause her husband is um her ex-husband is from Spain so uh I think she went back to London and she was I think she was jobless so she was homeless so she had to live um on food stamps it's very it's very hard especially when you have a baby couldn't imagine um so she i'm trying to think because of the movie um she went back to writing so she wrote she was already i think she already wrote um social stone but she was trying to get it published um and a lot of agencies was kind of rejecting her um so she kept on trying she kept on trying and then one one agency i forgot accepted her following and um trying to think here um so yeah that's what oh and um she for jk rowling she just made up jk rowling because they uh so she could sound like it was a man that wrote it that wrote it so which is very degrading because you have to make your your name masculine just because you think because it's from a man it would just sell you know better I, I mean, it fits, but still, it's it's very um, degrading. Why um, people think that women can't have imagination and creativity, which is very dumb. But anyways, um, so yeah. Uh, what else do I remember from the movie? Oh, she used to have like dreams about Harry, the character Harry. Um, I remember in the movie she fell asleep on a train and she had a dream about Harry and because she used to when she was a little girl she used to play 
in um the backyard with the wands with you know not wands but you know sticks as wooden sticks as wands stuff like that and she said like she was a witch and all that stuff so i think sometimes you know god you know he shows you where you want where you're going to be but he just gives you little hints even though you don't even know it yet so yeah that's very interesting that's <laughs> very interesting that's not a fact but something i just remember top of my head but yeah yeah it's if you just um check the movie out if you're interested in jk rowling um check the movie i don't know if it's still on the stick or anything still on amazon but uh yeah uh, it's a very good film i mean very good um autobiography movie uh so yeah my actually fun fact print personal fact i used to have the biggest crush on harry potter daniel radcliffe i used to have the biggest crush on him when i was six um i <laughs> he's come my husband my husband <laughs> so so <laughs> crazy but yeah i used to be boy crazy as a young age i never thought boys had you know how people say y'all when i was younger i thought boys had cooties i never had that i never went through that like stage i thought i was kind of weird but i guess i was always attracted to <laughs> to man <laughs> to place but um yeah uh um yeah so this episode is pretty short you know i love sci-fi i just love the genre of sci-fi it's very interesting um i think i love it how the way you combine sci-fi with other genres of film if you know what i mean like you know you got sci-fi thriller you got sci-fi i don't know if sci-fi comedy sci-fi romance in a way or I, I think it is a sci-fi romance yeah there's a such a sci-fi romance um and yeah, you could just combine like different films from anything um like there's like rom-com which is one of my favorite i like rom-com movies um so yeah it's just very you know interesting how the way you know you could be creative and just think outside of the box and you know about different stuff I mean about you know film and stuff like that and, and just it's just creativity is one of the most uh, beautiful God giving talents because when you create something it's like it's just so i don't know how to describe it but i'm a very creative person so i just love just create something out of nothing sometimes so yeah yeah so um i hope you guys enjoy this episode of sweet and low um if you want to tweet me you could tweet me again at again um again i'm saying this you could tweet me at sweet and low pod and also on Tumblr, you can message me or leave a comment at 
Sweet and Low podcast on Tumblr. And you guys can also listen to this podcast to podcast on um, uh, Spotify. Apple. I'm also on Apple Podcasts and on Amazon Music. And I'm also on iHeartRadio. So make sure you guys check it out. Make sure you guys hopefully um, check this out. Check, <laughs> check, this out. check those platforms out. Are and hopefully you guys rate this um, podcast and uh, yeah and I love you guys so much and have a good day a good night whenever you guys listen to this too and yeah thank you so much bye <laughs>